Hey, great day. Mike here. And I want to ask you a quick question. How important is it for you to deliver powerful, persuasive presentations to get the results that you want in the business that you're running? How important is it for you to deliver powerful and persuasive presentations to get the results and the outcomes that you want? Well, if it's important for you, I want to engage you right now to go with me on this journey that I'm going to share with you. One that I have done for many, many years, working with some of the finest thought leaders in the world in helping to help them while at the same time learning myself and growing in the area of persuasion on stage. You know, one of the most important gifts that we can all have is our ability to get in front of people and engage them at the level of certainty and opportunity to help them potentially solve a life major, a major life changing uh, situation that they might have going on, whether it's in their personal life or their business life. Either way, this is very important. And if you ever thought about becoming a speaker and getting on stage and getting in front of groups of people to talk to them about your products, goods, or services, these points I'm going to share with you are going to be invaluable to help you to achieve the success that you want while, most importantly, helping others to get what they want. Very, very important. So let's take out a piece of paper, write these thoughts down, and then we'll go on from there to help you to evolve as a great speaker, a great presenter, whether you're doing one-on-one -on -one group, one-on-one -on -one meetings, or face-to-face -face, uh, in groups of 5, 10, 20, 100, or even thousands of people, I'm going to share with you the best practices. Where does this come from? Well, at the end of the day, I've done probably close to over 7,500 plus presentations, whether it's one-on-one -on -one or one-to-many. And I've evolved over the years in helping my clients and helping my coaches and helping my speakers that I have worked with in putting together a formula for success. These 10 things that I'm going to be going through with you are the important areas that can help you to really transform yourself into a confident, powerful persuader. And let's keep in mind, guys, persuasion is not forcing people to do something. It's engaging people at the highest level of thought and emotion so they can make the right decision based on their particular needs, wants, and desires. And that's truly what we want to be able to do. As great speakers, we have an obligation to engage and help people to evolve in making the right decisions for themselves. And I hope that's what we're here for today. And I'm going to share with you these points. I promoted some of the greatest seminars in the country, along with my brother Dave and my teams, and we put over literally a half a billion butts in seats using these same principles that I'm going to be sharing with you, delivering thousands upon thousands of presentations to many of the world's largest corporations. Unbelievable. So let's take some notes down. Let's write some thoughts down because this is a very, very critical area. And one last point, if you're out there in your business and you're marketing to get your products out there and services sold, and you're wanting to, uh, to let people know about what you do, right? They call that lead generation or prospecting, 
however you want to frame it. And I'm going to say something here very important. I said this the other day in a video that I did, and this is that, and, and this is that. And that is, at the end of the day, oftentimes at a very unconscious level, the very reason we do not take action to actually go to the marketplace and let people know what we are doing and the services that we can offer to them to help them solve a major life-changing issue, right, is simply because we are not prepared to present. We might claim that it's the no, I don't want to hear, and I don't want to get rejected, and I have fear of prospecting. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to be very direct about this. Oftentimes, that could be true, but more often than not, more often than not, you are not ready for the yes. You're just simply not prepared. You might say, well, you know, they didn't say yes, and, and I don't want to follow up with them because they really weren't qualified. In its reality, you just don't want to get in front of them, and you're not ready for that. That sounds kind of awkward and weird, but think about it for a minute. Are you ready? Are you fully prepared when somebody does say yes? And will you confidently get in front of them to engage them at the level that I'm going to share with you in a couple of seconds? I'll get this started here real quickly. Are you prepared for that? So let's break the myth today. Let's break it down and give you some of the tools that I know will help you and that have helped thousands of my uh, clients and also at the same time help literally hundreds of my coaches that worked for me as speakers and trainers in front of audiences. So this is by any stretch of the imagination, not the end all, but this is the foundation. And this is real, real important. So let's go with point number one. It has to begin with belief. Write that down. And we must believe in what we are offering. And, and it is so important that it will have a major impact on people's lives. In order to affect others, we must be affected ourselves. I believe no more than anything in my heart of hearts that presenting and being good at this skill is one of the most, if not the most important factor in the success of most people, whether it's presenting to audiences or presenting to your children to clean their room, whatever it takes. And I believe that. And our belief systems engages at the highest level. So question for you, do you believe in what you're doing and what you're selling? And is it impactful enough to change people's lives? I hope so. I hope so. And so at the end of the day, we have to engage our belief systems that what you're offering is so darn important that people really want to buy from you. But more importantly, it's got to be your belief. It just can't be something that's going to make you money. It's got to be really transformational. And if it's not transformational, well, you're not going to really be and appear to be congruent. So let's write this down. Belief systems and engage in this in your thought process, take away the limiting beliefs and switch them with this. In other words, the limiting beliefs that says, well, I'm not that great on stage. I might not look good. I might not sound good. I might screw up my presentation. Guys, don't worry about that. People don't know what you're going to say anyway. You have no idea what I'm going to be saying here more than like, unless you listen to this a second time, right? At the end of the day, it doesn't matter. What does matter is you. And then you've got to affirm to yourself, Affirm to yourself that I'm a powerful and effective speaker and people enjoy listening to me. I am humorous. I enjoy persuading people. 
You gotta love it, guys. Okay, that's point number one. Have that belief. Number two is your fidget. <laughs> let me say it this way: your physiology. Okay, and listen, you could screw up in presentation. It is quite okay. Be good with it. Be okay with it. It's all fine. But here's the point. Number two, write it down. Physiology. Your physical body speaks volumes about everything that you say, and you got to utilize everything: hand gestures, eye contact body language, all of these factors come into place. You've got to walk in owning the stage, whether it's one-on-one -on -one at somebody's home or at their office or at a corporate meeting, whatever the case might be, you've got to own the stage. It is you and you walk out with your physiology, utilizing all that you can. The more that you move, the more that you impact people. If you stand there and say, hi, my name is Mike. Are you excited and motivated today? You're probably not going to be that engaged with me. But if I come at you with my physical body, see, are you guys ready to learn today? I'm here to share some ideas that will help you to double, triple, and quadruple your income. You ready? Write some notes down. Let's get into action. Let's have some fun. All right? Let's go. Boom. And so you have to have that physiology that speaks volumes about what you're presenting. And so here's some rules of physiology. One, you got to be resourceful. You've got to tap in to your heart of hearts in that which you're delivering in your belief system together with your physical body comes out inside of your and comes out of your presentation. Number two, you got to be relaxed and enjoy the process. This ain't brain surgery, guys. This is just helping people to solve a problem. And if your desire is to help people solve problems, then you'll be relaxed and enjoyable and you'll know exactly what to say and how to say it. Next, you got to be flexible. You know what, sometimes you're not gonna make it happen perfectly and that's quite okay. Authenticity speaks volumes about who you really are and be good with that, it's all right. Must be dramatic and humorous, you gotta have some fun in your presentations and make the impact. And you can make drama with your body language, with your hands, you could point up, hey, this is, write this one thing down. If there's anything you wrote down today, write this one thing down because it's going to change your life, right? So you've got to be dramatic and you've got to be humorous. Have some fun. If you're not a joke teller, don't worry about it. Just laugh at yourself. Sometimes that's the best joke in the world, right? So it's all good. Just use your physiology. Point number three, and this is a very simple one, yet very, very powerful, where a lot of people get caught up in this. And it says this, know your outcome. You have to have the unconscious ability to produce and remind yourself of your outcome. Before you walk into a presentation, what is it that you want to accomplish? What is the goal? What is the outcome that you want? Now, once you've defined that, very, very important. The next thing you're gonna, I'm gonna say here, you're gonna probably go, well, Mike, that doesn't make any sense. Well, it will to you after I explain it. And that is, do not be attached to your outcome. Know your outcome, but don't be attached to it. In other words, if your goal is to walk in and get the contract signed, as they say, right, and you focus wholly on that before, during, and after your presentation, you're going to lose more often. Why is that? Because you're thinking about the commission. You're thinking about the sale. You're thinking about collecting the money, getting the signature, and you're not focused on what? That's right, you're not focused on your clients, you're not focused on your audience that you're presenting to. So don't be attached to the outcome. You have a job to do, and that is help 
people solve a problem, right? So if you go in knowing that's your outcome, perfect. Just don't be attached to it. What you want to do in this area is you want to have the ability to remain engaged and thoughtful in your dialogue with the people that you're presenting to. And listen, if at the end of the conversation, the end of the presentation, you get the, kick, the contract signed, you collect the money, as they say, right? Perfect. If you don't, it's okay. But in between the time that you start your meeting and the end of your meeting, that you're focused intentionally on helping those people to win at a highest level, you're going to be right there. Don't look at the other side. Oh, my gosh, this is going to be a big deal. I'm going to make a lot of money. And then all of a sudden the customer says something that throws you totally off. You never heard it because you were so focused on the darn commission that you forgot what they said or didn't even hear it worse, worse all, right? All right. So don't be attached to the outcome. Just know what it is. Next, number four is rapport. You got to care about your audience, ladies and gentlemen. You got to care about your audience. I wrote down here, how do you care about your audience? Knowing who they are. What are they about? What are their problems? What are their issues? What do they want to solve in their life and their business? What is the what is the major uh, thing that they want to get accomplished with your time, right? And by caring about your audience, you're going to be curious and you're going to find that out. You're going to engage with your audience. If you're walking to a presentation and you're going to be the speaker of the night, right? Go get there early and go meet the people, right? And talk to the talk, talk to the folks that are coming in. If you're in a pub, if you're in a, a private meeting at an office or a company, same thing. Meet your audience, shake their hand. How you doing? What's going on? How are things going? How can I help you today to solve a problem? And that's caring about your audience. So when you get up on stage, finally, all of a sudden you're going to be hearing in the back of your mind these conversations that you had. They're going to help you to be more powerful in your presentation. Rapport, care about your audience. Next point here under rapport is pace your audience. In other words, start where they are. You can't always overwhelm people with your enthusiasm and excitement, albeit it's important. Don't misunderstand me. However, we got to start with where they are, right? And then what we do is we bring them to a point where we and where we present to them and leave them where you want them to be. Okay? You want to get people who are not happy or the market's not good and but you want to come in and give an enthusiastic presentation to pump them up and say life is great and there's much more opportunity that's in front of you you got to rapport with them and say listen guys i understand that things may not be great now but is there a possibility is there somebody outside in this world in this marketplace that is doing well oh yes they are great you too can do well as yourself right so Get people up, care about your audience, be concerned about their issues, and be a part of that. Just be curious, simple, easy to do. Learn about them and be empathetic to their situation and help them move from I'm not feeling good to feeling great because you did a great job. Next point here, I need you to write this down, okay? Number five, persuading your audience, right? This is what they're paying you for. We have to persuade our audience and point under this is ask great questions. Great questions give you great responses from your audience. Next point is break their patterns, their thoughts. You know, oftentimes people are thinking about many different things, especially today. You know, back in the day when we began speaking, there was only a couple of points 
a couple of things that maybe impacted people and more than likely it was something personal going on or little background noises or whatever the case might be but today with technology the phones are going off the buzzers are buzzing we're plugged in we've got headsets we've got all kinds of things prodding and getting every orifice of our bodies right and we're presenting to this group of people right and this interrupts their thoughts so we got to break their pattern now if the pattern is also they're not feeling good or they're downtrodden as i said in a second ago with rapport right it is our role it is our it is up to us to break the pattern how do you do that just a one quick point is if you're in your audience and you want to go into the middle of your audience i'm a very interactive trainer this is for me to do this video Gosh, I'm looking for some people to pat on the back, right? And that means go into your audience and tap them on the shoulder. Talk to talk to the audience while you have your hand lightly, okay? Not aggressively, but lightly on somebody's shoulder. Just a very simple tap, right? Shows that you care about them and it breaks their pattern. And everybody else in the audience will see that. Next point is be a totally associated. This is very important. I've seen speakers who get up there, you know, they're dressed nice, you know, and they're fancy and they got the, the $9 million suit on and the $4,000 Italian shoes on and they got the $400 million tie on and they're pulling up in the Rolls Royce and you want to talk to them and you want to shoot yourself because you're saying, well, who is this guy? How, how do they do this? Right? Because they're not, what you notice is they're not totally associated with what they're talking about with their audiences. Okay. So you have to be totally associated with what you're speaking about. The next point is build pressure and release. Build pressure and release. What's the cost if you don't take action? Oh, my gosh, they think in their mind. And then you say, well, here's the solution to that problem. So you're building some pressure. You got to get people into some pain in order for them to break through, to make decisions, maybe cause their motivation to spike up. And then what you got to do is offer the solution. And that is where you will get the most. And you're relieving the pressure that, hey, I got this handle for you. I'm going to help you to double your sales, increase your income, get more clients, sign more contracts. The list goes on. Okay. And you want to create that in the room and you want to get people excited about that the next point number six is behavior flexibility and what does that mean guys if you're trying something that doesn't work you simply got to try something else if you're in an audience where the audience is not overly zealous or excited as you are and you're trying to be that listen sometimes you just get into a rapport with them right and you might have to shift out part of your presentation not change it up necessarily but you might have to try something a little bit different. If you're standing behind a podium, come out from the side of the podium. Stand away from it. That might help you to do something different. If you're not used to getting out of an audience in front of an audience from behind the podium, okay, this is unusual that I'm using a podium. Oftentimes I got notes in my hand and I'm walking around. But for me, hey, look, you got to get out from behind the podium because you're looking, that might be guarding the uh, be a wall between you and your audience so you got to sometimes try things differently be flexible in the delivery and emotions in other words here guys you got to keep in mind that your audience is multiple makeups different personality styles right there is the people that are drivers they're 
analyticals, they're amiables, they're expressive type individuals, right? And then we have to often come in. I might be a driver, which I am, and I'm going to walk into an audience like a pit bull in a china shop, right? And at the end of the day, at the end of the day, we got to make sure that we're rapport with our audience and then being flexible with our delivery and our emotions help tap into that for everybody within the audience. So my point is here, you've got to be aware of the different styles that you're dealing with. There's also the visual people, the auditory people, and the very kinesthetic people, the ones that are deeply in their feelings. And this is a part of the personality makeup. And then sometimes you got to do the next point here under behavior flexibility is you got to do the unexpected. You might have to do the unexpected. And that could be clapping your hands. It could be snapping your fingers. It could be tapping your chest saying, yes, this is great, isn't it? And everybody say yes. Oh, yes. Oh, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Say yes. And everybody screams out. And that's very unexpected, especially when you're talking with an audience that's very passive, laid back, very kinesthetic in their approach. OK, the next point, number seven, is challenge your audience. OK, what does this mean to them? If you were to be a great presenter, right, what does this mean to you? How would that impact your life, your business? Could it make you a more powerful person, more confident, more confident, more authoritative, making more money? What does this mean to you? Right. And then what will it do for you by becoming a great presenter? So challenge your audience, ask challenging questions and people respond to challenges. Are you willing to go out there on the limb and take the action of getting in front of an audience, whether it's five, 10 or 20 people? If I showed you a way how to do that confidently with, en with enthusiasm and, and power, would you feel better about that? Oh, yes, I would. Fantastic. Challenge your audience. Make direct challenges to individuals in your audience. Now, sometimes you're in a one-on-one -on -one meeting or a one-on-two, might be depending on who you're presenting to, or you're a one-on-many, right? And that's probably four, five, 10, 20, 100 people, whatever the number is. At the end of the day, make direct challenges to one individual in that meeting obviously if it's one-on-one -on -one, just make a direct challenge to that individual but if you're one on the, the one on many process right you have to use that to your advantage meaning that you go into the audience and say bill what do you think or what's your name my name is bill great bill what would you think would do you think by getting up here and presenting in front of a group could radically change the way you do business you got to challenge them and you use that with eye contact, questions, right? And using gestures, right? So you've got to be a part of that. Make direct challenges to individuals. Point number eight, energy. Listen, guys, pure physical energy is attractive in our culture. It's sexy. It's hot. People want it. They thrive on it. Most especially today. Why? Well, it's over there somewhere. Okay. <clears throat> excuse me, is because we're attached to our phones. This little computer that sits in our hands, okay, it doesn't look like this, that's a mouse, but at the end of the day, we are attached. And so when, when we present, people are looking for that more than anything. They're huddled in their homes, they're sitting quietly in their cars, they're in their offices, in their cubicles, and they got this machine that they're talking to only. They're not engaged with the world. And then you come in, right? And you have to have that energy to break that pattern that they're in. And people want that. You know, it is said that when we started the event business many years ago, 
right? That it was a great thing. People love to come to events. And then as the telephone or this technology came into play, social media, Facebook, these videos, things of this nature, it became uh, less attractive to come to seminars because people can do this stuff virtually, like you're probably doing right now. You're not in front of me physically, but you are there watching me on this video, right? And But here's what's happening today more than ever before, is people are coming out of this cocoon. Yes, they're gonna stay there and they're okay with that. And frankly, I'm okay with it too. But here's the deal for us who wanna be great speakers and great presenters, that we have the opportunity of a lifetime because people will do both now. They want to come to an event. They want to come to a network just to get the heck out and meet with other people. If they're smart, they will do that. If you're smart, you'll do that. And we have the opportunity when we get in front of these people to impact them at a very high level. So you must come in with high energy. And then you got to use your power, your charisma, your sexuality. Don't take that personally. Nothing about that. But everything is, is sexuality is who we are, okay? We have our being, who we are. Whatever that might be for you, I really don't care. What I do care about is charisma and power move people, and you got to have energy, okay? you got to have energy. Number nine, and this is a very important one, utilization, meaning, write that down, utilization, whatever happens in the environment, find a way to support your income, your outcome. Your income, see, that was a Freudian slip right there, okay? Find it a way to use it to support your outcome, right? You might go in and write your presentation down, be fully prepared, ready to go, ready to bust it all out, and all of a sudden you forget what you were going to say, right? And that happens. It happens to the very best of us. Or your audience was not the audience that you thought you were going to present to, so you got to shift up, right? At the end of the day, Whatever is happening in the environment, you got to deal with it. If the technology breaks down, if the video cracks, if the phones are ringing and people are texting, there's a number of things, especially today, as I said, that could be happening. If you're in a meeting at somebody's home and all of a sudden the dog starts biting at your ankle, you got to use it to your advantage. Okay. So take, here's the big question that you can say to yourself is, how do I use this to my advantage? Okay. How do I use this to my advantage? Don't get freaked out about it. It happens. Okay. And the two word, the two letters that come before that, it will happen. If it hasn't happened to you yet, you're not presenting enough. That's what I'm going to say to you. But at the end of the day, it's going to happen. Just be flexible with that and utilize it to your advantage. And then the last point here, guys, number 10 is have fun. You know, guys, listen, we are humans. We all, I feel, I know I do, want to be authentic in who we are. At the end of the day, some people are just out there to want to be other people and, and they want to be on Instagram and, you know, be and, and, and work in the world of fantasy, right? Listen, here's the deal. If you walk in with the authentic intention, I like to say it this way, the authentic intention of helping people, right? then it's going to be easier for you to present and just simply make it fun. Have fun with this. This is exciting. And there's nothing more powerful to get in front of groups of people. There really isn't. Most people fear this number next to death and taxes, getting in front of a group of people to speak. You've heard this before. 
And if not, then, well, you're hearing it now for the first time. And if you haven't gotten in front of a group of people, then go do it and you'll understand what I mean by this, right? So we would we would prefer to have something less stressful than getting in front of a group of people. However, it's worthwhile and it's a powerful outcome to create authority, engagement, be impactful with what you have to say to change lives. And listen, just have some fun with it. It's not going to be perfect. You can have the greatest speech in the world. And frankly, like I said, I think I said this a second ago, people don't know what you're going to say anyway. You can blow the whole thing out of the water and people are going to say, oh, my gosh, Mike is fantastic. That's unbelievable. How did he do that? He's much a great speaker. Wow. You know why? Because you did the top 1% of the people in the world will get in front of a group. The remaining 99% will never, ever do it. So I'm hoping to take that 1% to God willing 5%. If I just get one of you to do these things, I've made my, I've made my impact, right? And what I want to suggest to you is just have fun. And then there's some final points here, more than tips than anything, is cut out your internal dialogue. How am I going to sound? How do I look? What do I feel like? Oh, my gosh, I don't know if I'm going to do this. This audience doesn't look good. They all look poor. Oh, my God, they're not going to buy anything from me. Cut it out. It doesn't matter. Do your job. In the great movie Sully, you know, Sullenberger, the plane that crashed in the Hudson, landed, crash landed, right? Saved 155 lives or something like that because he did his job. His one big thing that I got out of that movie for myself was that he said to his co-pilot when they were in the hearings with the FAA, he says, we did our job. We flew the plane. Fly the plane. Do your job. And listen, whatever the outcome is, you're not attached to it anyway. You did your job. Very important and don't worry about getting caught up in here. Just focus on the outside. What is my audience? What do they want from me? How can I help them out in this whole process? The next thing is stay fully associated with what you're talking about. You know, the audience could draw you down. It could be a painful experience, but don't let it get to you. Again, do your job. Be associated. Is what you're offering to that group of people enough to change their lives? Is it that important? And if it is, you will remain associated as long as you believe in what you have to sell, you're congruent about what you say, and you want to get the point across, you're going to make it happen. And then last point here is rev up the pressure in your body and pour it on your audience. Get out there. Be impactful. As I said a second ago, get that energy way up there and blow them away with that because people love it. What do you think they go to sport? state what do you think they go to to sport events for sporting god man i get this out sporting events even if they're even if their team is losing they're spending hundreds if not thousands of dollars to go watch them lose because they love the energy and when you walk in and you have that energy and you're revved up and ready to go this is what they want this is an event this is a sporting event change their lives win lose or draw who cares do your job and have fun with it. Okay, guys? So wrapping this up, go back through these 10 points. Listen to this video over and over again. And I think I'm going to throw in one last point here, and that is practice. You know, this is not my first rodeo here speaking to you. may not be perfect. I'm not sure. But for me, 
I think I'm pretty confident in what I'm doing right now. And it's not because of my ego, albeit it's been pumped up. It's been over 7,000 presentations, number one. But number two, there was probably at least if I if I 10x'd it, I got to say at a minimum, I probably have over 70,000 practice sessions. I know it seems kind of outlandish and crazy, but at the end of the day, probably. I mean, just with my coaching clients, I had three role plays this week. It's exciting, and I'm practicing all the time. But it's not about me. It's about you. So I want to encourage you because I've already bought into it. I know what practice will do. I want you to commit to practicing, drilling, and rehearsing your presentations. Get this system down. Know what you want to say. Get the point across. Practice the heck out of it. So you do feel confident. So when somebody says, yes, come over and speak to our audience, speak to our group, you go, man, I'm excited. I can't wait. It's finally happening. Oh, my gosh. Because you are fully prepared, ready to go, change lives, and impact people at the very highest level. This is the greatest arena in the world, guys. And it's the high, one of the highest paying positions that you could ever have, whether it's to sell your products, goods, or services, or to get paid 25 grand for an hour of talking, okay? I remember, oh my gosh, paying Tony Robbins 75,000 bucks to get on stage for a few hours, okay? Guys, go make it happen. If you need anything, please reach out to me. Go take these points, listen to this video, audio, however you're getting this information. Down below, there's probably a link or something that you can connect with me if you wanna learn more about this, but reach out if you have any questions. No obligation, just give me a holler. Hey, I'm here to help you out. I'm here to help you to change your life and become a powerful presenter. All right, guys, thanks so much for your time. Go make it a great day and go out and present with power and passion and persuade people to change their lives. Thanks so much. Make it a great day.